Welcome to the Social Media Strategy Podcast. Brought to you by worldpodcast.com. Now here's your host, Pauline Stockhausen. And welcome to the show. Today, the most interesting person in the whole wide world is coming on board. It is Owen Video. Now if you haven't heard about Owen Video, you need to stop right now, go into your browser and Google Owen Video because he is the most charismatic, amazing, gorgeous looking man I've ever met. He's adorable and he is teaching so many people how to do video and I thought this he would be the best person to come on to this podcast because at the moment video is where it's at. Owen, hello. You know, I feel like after an introduction like that I should have a Spanish accent or something. Like I should be like, Hello, how are you? How are you today? That that doesn't sound very Spanish, Owen. That sounds very French. I, I, yeah, I t- I've just exposed my giant weakness, which is I can't do accent. You know, yeah. I might be able to do an, an Indian accent or something, but it doesn't have it doesn't have the same appeal. No, no. as the Spanish accent. So we're trying. It's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. So you know, video at the moment is just you know, video has always been important, but now with live video. Everything oh, yeah. is about video. And, yeah. you know, people who are listening to the podcast, um, they're sort of mum and dad pop shops, people who know they need to do social media, but they know video is important. You know, tell me a little bit how you really got into this whole video realm. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, uh, back, it was probably back in 1988 or 1989, uh, it was Christmas time, and it was one of the most exciting Christmases ever, and here's why. My parents came home with a Nintendo system, a brand new Nintendo system, and a VHS recorder, a VHS camcorder. So, you know, it's one of these big giant behemoths that you put the whole VHS cassette tape inside. Literally, literally the size of a suitcase that you carried around on your shoulder. I played Nintendo for about eight hours, had some fun with it here and there, but after Christmas Day, I never touched it again. I was completely hooked on the video camera. And since that day, I was doing stop motion Lego films. I was doing, you know, kind of these uh, magic shows with my brothers and sisters where it was like, pause the camera and then, you know, put a rabbit in the hat and then pull, you know, start the camera. Now pull the rabbit out. So cheesy, but so fun. And I've since that day, I mean, all the way into high school and college, I had a video camera in my hands. It wasn't until... Uh, you know, right around 2008 when the market crashed. At the time, I was uh, working in a radio station in Los Angeles, one of the big uh, three radio stations out there. And uh, I was part of a first round of layoffs at this organization. And for me, that's when I sort of realized that that work, that this path that I was on, even though I was number one at the company in sales, um, uh, it didn't it didn't provide me any job security so it was at that moment that i picked up my video camera at that time it's much smaller and i decided that i would learn how to build a career with video and um at 28 years old 29 years old i went back to college to study video study film so owen you must keep getting really excited about the fact that this technology is catching up Oh, yeah, I'm super excited because I've always sort of pushed the edge with video. I mean, way back in the day with stop motion, uh, you know, started with stop motion uh, effects on a, on a VHS. But then really early on in my career, it moved into green screen and special effects. And I almost never had time to enjoy video as it exists in the modern day. I was always trying 
to push the envelope. And that included not just green screen and special effects, but even live streaming, Pauline. I mean, would you believe that my first son was born in what, 2004? And at that time, I was actually, I live streamed his birth at the hospital on a mobile device to a to a platform called quick.com qik.com it was actually at the time it was a skype owned company i'm not even sure if they still own it or if it's still part of their repertoire but i was i was live streaming on mobile back then people didn't even know that existed now it was pretty choppy and and kind of nasty and you know it took a long time to get the foot the, the footage uploaded but now we're at a place where the technology is actually caught up to me you know, and I'm able to do the things that I want to do, like live green screen, live on my mobile device. And not only that, the quality is improved and the, the marketplace knows how to accept video. We know now how to respond to video, how to share video, how to interact with live video. So it's really neat for me to kind of always always feel like I was sort of like um, an early adapter or ahead of the curve to now, you know, being part of the leadership in the video marketing space and actually being able to use this, not, not just as a fun toy that, that nobody else knows how to use, but as part of a community that is using video to create messages that are impacting real people. That, that's crazy. And one of the things I love about you is like for all your career, you have actually been behind the video, but now you're coming out and being the front of the video and you're doing all these crazy things. I mean, your YouTube channel is absolutely amazing, giving advice. Thank you. How in the last like five years has your business changed? You know, everyone wants to know, you know, how have you changed your business with this technology and what are you doing within your business to make money out of this? Yeah, great question. So quick background, you know, I went back to college when I got laid off from my job and laid off, by the way, is a really fancy word for fired and fired, fired without like, without any type of like, there's no hands about it. It was like, oh, and you're fired. And as I left the office, like slow clapped, like they were like, like just really, really happy that I was out of there, you know, and I, it's, I didn't fit in in that corporate environment. You know, everyone else had a suit and tie on and I showed up in a Hawaiian shirt and I was like, what? I'm number one in sales. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was it was a good experience for me to go back to school and actually learn how media works. Before I even graduated, I had already started a business called Owen Video, uh, uh, Owen Owen photography or Owen videography. Uh, when I graduated, I hired two kids in my class. We started a company called Simple Business Video Marketing, and we were creating business. We were creating videos for business owners. And here's how I sold: I picked up my camera. I wore a little like a, like a director hat, like a like a newsboy hat. You know, it's kind of to look the part. And I wore a fishing vest. Get that? A fishing vest. <laughs> And the reason I wore a fishing vest is so I could I put like my microphone and my film stuff I didn't even use, but it made me look like a director. Yeah. So I would go to downtown San Diego, you know, just the same neighborhood you and I were in just a couple weeks ago, and I would walk around knocking on doors individually. I said, "Hey, I will make you a video." for your business for $20 right now today. But if I come back, it's $100. And one day I did 17 videos in one day. And that's when I realized that I had something bigger than just sort of a, a, a business. And that's when we, we started to get real serious. I changed the name to Video Spot. Is sort of a, an homage to a company called HubSpot. At the time, I was, I was just 
it just consuming all of their ebooks, all of their blogs, and learning about how inbound marketing works. So I wanted to use video to create, you know, inbound marketing systems, and that really was the evolution that we stayed in. I, I had a pretty successful company for about I oh, went two or three years. You know, eventually the people that I had hired, you know, they had gone on to other positions, and I had you know kind of like this contractor army of of like four or five videographers, a couple of editors, and we were doing very very well. I bought a home, and you know the the problem with creating video for people is is that you'll make this amazing amazing video for a business owner. And, and then his wife will see it and go, oh, I look ugly. I don't want to use it. Oh, my God. I know. And it's true. It's true. Like little things like that would happen. It's like, well, you know, Owen, that picture in my office, I don't really have that picture anymore. So this video is outdated. And what I would run into is I would be making these great videos that nobody was watching. They'd promote it to their email list once. They put it on YouTube and did nothing with it. And I thought, you know, I'm making all these great videos that nobody is seeing. And that's when I recognized that it was time for a new change, that we needed to get into the space where we were actually marketing the videos. And that's when I made the final change from video spot to Owen Video. And what Owen Video, what our company does now is we don't we don't even make videos for people anymore. We help you make your own videos and we help you make get those videos seen on Facebook, on YouTube and various places around the web. That's a real massive change. So you've really changed with the technology. And one of the great things I love about you is you've start, started up a Facebook group where you're educating um, people how to do yeah. their own things. And it's one of, you know, there's so many groups to be in. And I'm real selective in the groups that I want to be in. But thankfully, you let me in there. And I love the content that you're putting out, you know, the questions Thank that everyone you. asks. And you know, their whole teaching, I mean, being a natural teacher and working to your strengths, yeah. I mean, that's definitely yeah. something that you have nailed and you're doing really well at. And what sort of frustrations have you had with moving into that sort of, you know, pivoting a little bit? Has there been any issues or have you just run with it and it's been awesome? Yeah, I mean, it's, it hasn't always been awesome, but I am the kind of guy that runs with it. You know, um, you, you, you find out what works and you keep doing what works. Yeah. Working with as many business owners as I've worked with, and I've made over a thousand videos for the web, which means I've worked with a whole heap of clients. Um, what we get is there's, there's always sort of the, it's not going to work for me. You know, and and challenge like kind of like going through that with different people is different every time. It's not necessarily something you can automate. You know, people have questions like, oh, well, how do I pick my titles for YouTube? Well, I can make a video and send that same video to everybody. It's going to be the same for everybody. But when you know, I've got a, a good friend out here. He runs a karate dojo. He's one of my favorite clients. And he says, you know, well, uh, I you know, this video is not going to work for me because and you really have to approach that according to whatever his excuse is. Yeah. When when I talk to the plumber, I, I have to I have the plumber says, "Well, it's not going to work for me because," and I have to sort of approach that the same way. Uh, that's I think that's one of the biggest frustrations for me is people want to do video, but they're they put these artificial blocks in the way. It yeah. says, "Ah, uh, people will buy from me, but they don't want to see a video of me." It's it's absolutely false. If you're already in business with an already successful product in an already existing industry, video already works for you. 
You just have to find the right platform, the right people, and the right purpose for your video. And when when those three things come together, you will experience a type of lead flow that you've never experienced before with your paid ads, with your yellow pages, or with any of the other things that you might be doing online. Wow, that's really impressive. And just running with that, you know, say we've got some listeners out there and they haven't done any video, they have some social media, they're lightly doing it, but not really 100% all in. That's my my motto at the moment is if you're doing social media, do it all in. Um, What sort of advice would you give a you know, a new business owner who's on social media and they're thinking about doing live or video, where should they start? Okay. That's a great question. Uh, where, where does one start with video? Now I'm going to say something here that you guys listening out there in podcast land, you have to take this, you know, with discernment because this may not apply to you. A lot of business owners that I'm working with, um, they're they're kind of like doing a little blogging. They're doing some some Instagramming. They're doing a little uh, tweeter bird, and they're they're just kind of doing a little bit of everything, and they're and a little bit of video, and they're not really committed to anything. Yeah. For that person, if that sounds like you, here's what I'm going to do: take everything that you're doing and eliminate it from your content marketing. Focus on video entirely, because the results that you'll get from video will far outweigh the results you'll get from just a little blogging or a little tweeting or a a little bit of this or a little bit of that. Focus on your video. One three to five minute video will be great on YouTube. And then you can take a section of that three to five minute video, let's say a one minute section, and make uh, a trailer for... Uh, for for your Facebook ads. And then you can take a 30-second version of that trailer and put it on Instagram. You can embed all of that mess into your blog and get the SEO. So by taking that approach, you're eliminating some of the busy work and you're focusing on that one medium that will develop relationship, right? In the industry, we call this a parasocial relationship. And maybe you're familiar with this, right? You're, you're sort of watching TV, and I always use the example of Frasier, okay, because I love the show Frasier. So you're watching Frasier and you're sort of binge watching. And by the end of the season, you feel like you know the guy. You're like, that Frasier crane, I'd love to have him over for dinner. You know, and then you, you go, maybe you're in Hollywood one day and you see Kelsey Grammer walking down the street. And you're like, Frasier, hey, Frasier. And he's like, what are you talking about, dude? My name's Kelsey Grammer. That's part of the parasocial relationship. You feel like you know that person. And that's the power of video. So we want you to focus on that one very powerful relationship versus having a lot of other less effective relationships. So that's the number one thing that I'm going to say is is if you're kind of doing a little bit of everything, double down on video and get rid of some of this other stuff. Now, for those of you that you're making money blogging, right? Your blogging's working for you or, you know, Twitter is working for you. You, you obvious, I'm not telling you to eliminate those things, but if you're on Twitter, if you're on Instagram, if you are blogging, what you want to do is use the video platforms that exist or use the video components that exist in those platforms to, to increase the results you're getting from that, from that effort. Either way, you've got to take a video first approach to your marketing. Otherwise, 
you're going to get left behind. Video is, is the foundation of augmented reality, AR. Video is the foundation of VR. Video, and that's the future, right? That's where things are going. So in order to be positioned in 10 years, you've got to get started with video now, which is delivering a message, either live or pre-recorded, to real human beings and engaging with them in real time. That is going to prepare the way for you to make a huge splash in your business moving forward. That's mind-blowing. I mean, that's definitely, you know, where we're going. We're doing more and more video, doing live videos every week and scheduling. You know, do you, with your lives, for example, do you pre-plan that ahead? You know, you've got a certain time a week that you do that. or So that's exactly what you do. You don't fly on the seat of your pants and do it whenever you want. You schedule stuff up. There's, you know, there's a kind of a component to that. What we use live, live is such an amazing, live video is such an amazing thing uh, because you do have the ability to just sort of, um, just kind of go off the cuff. You know, when I was a a young kid, right, I've been fired from some of the best restaurants in the world. Um, When I was a a kid, I was waiting tables at at a very, very fine restaurant and uh, we were right next to the Irvine Improv. And so after my shift, I would go down to the improv uh, where my buddy was a bartender. And I would just kind of hang out backstage and watch the comedians perform. It was a great, great, great experience for me. I remember seeing Bobcat Goldwait there. And I saw Janine Garofalo there and a lot of great comedians. And I remember seeing Janine Garofalo with a, um, you know, a notepad and paper in her hand experimenting with new jokes, right? And I, I remember at the time kind of being offended by it. Like, what? Like, these people paid good money to see you. But what she was doing was she was using a smaller audience to test her content. And that is, I think, what Facebook Live, what Instagram Live, and what Periscope can be, right? These can be platforms where, you know, you have an idea and you go, I want to see if that resonates with my audience. So you do a live video and you talk about it. You get feedback from the audience and, and you, you use that feedback to make a pre-recorded video later on or to do your full-blown live video show later on. So I love the idea of of using live video as a testing ground for new content. But when it comes to live video as a show, I and and pre-recorded video, but live video is kind of what we're talking about. You've got to have a a scheduled time to be doing these things so that your audience knows to look for you. Just like a radio show Right. Uh, that's on the like that, like you're in your car radio or even on your satellite radio. Right. Uh, uh, the the a.m. morning show comes on at 5 a.m. every morning. And that's that they do that because it works. Right. So you've got to take what works and apply it to your medium. The same is true with live video. So we, we I go live whenever I feel inspired or whenever I want to try out new material, which, by the way, is Monday on YouTube and on Facebook. And I tell people I'm live every Monday at 9 a.m. ish. Right. Yeah. Because it isn't it isn't necessarily for the business. It's just to try to get content out there, see how people like it, see what's resonating. And what I found is when I use the word YouTube in my title, whether it's a title for my podcast episode, a title for my YouTube videos or a title for a Facebook live show, uh, I get tremendous uh, response on that. So 
that's something that I've learned from that. Uh, we just keep it loose. But then on our, our show on Wednesday, that's more prepared, that's rehearsed, and we know what our content is. We're following a format so that we can properly take someone from the beginning to the middle to the end of the show while entertaining them all along the way. So there's a little bit of both. Yeah. And live video provides you the advantage of, of both experimenting and running a full-blown show. Wow, that's interesting. And I definitely agree with you that it has to be scheduled and some, you know, off the seat of your pants sort of stuff. I mean, that's what we sort of love to do as well. And, you know, I'm a new adopter to live video. I stopped my, I didn't want to do it for so long, but now I've got onto it. I love the medium. I love having guests and, you know, we use, so we use this program where we can flip the camera between us and it's really cool. Um, yeah, you know, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, not to cut you off, but I'll tell you, you know, the other thing about live, I hear this all the time. It's like, oh, I'm not comfortable on yeah. live. I'm not comfortable on live or, oh, I'm just getting started with live. And I'll say this. I'll say, how long have you been using FaceTime? How long have you been using Skype? Yeah. These guys are video mediums. And I don't know if you know this or not, but Skype is actually leading the way with some very cool experimental holographic wow. video content. So this, this is the foundation of live video. Oh, I'm so nervous on live. It's like, what are you talking about? You Skyped four times last week. That is live video, albeit a very, very small audience, but it is live video. And if you're comfortable doing a phone call with somebody, you'll, you'll be comfortable doing live video. You just have to get it in your mind that it's the same thing. Yeah. And it takes practice, right? You know, the first few weeks I was nervous, but now it's just like, come on, let's go. It's exciting. Um, I love the fact that people can ask questions and you can engage with them. I mean, it's just a perfect platform. So anyone who's listening, so we're talking about the plumber down the road, right? Um, And he's like, okay, I'm going to do live video. Owen has said to do video. Yeah. Okay. So what do I video? Do I video myself um, plumbing the toilet? Do I, what do I talk about? What are these things? that? So give like, let's have a few little tips from you of how a business can use live video. What do you think are the first things they should do? Yeah, great, great question. So you, if you guys are following me on the web or on social, and if you're not, you know, I'm Owen Video all across the web, uh, some different variations, but if you search for that, you'll find it. And, and I often say you've got to be answering questions that your audience is already asking, right? Video is, is key. You're plugging into an existing knowledge base. So that's, that's going to be my very first sort of advice on that is take your big questions that your audience is asking and answer them on video. So that's a big kind of umbrella coverall. But let's dig into that even like a little bit more and go one layer layer deeper. I want to introduce you guys to what we call the P3 content strategy, platform, people, and purpose. And if you answer all three of these questions, you'll be able to create a great video every time. Platform, where are you going to upload the video? Is it on YouTube or is it on Facebook? Or is it on Instagram or is it on Periscope? See, each of these platforms have have different features that you can take advantage of. And we're not big advocates on repurposing. We believe in creative repurposing, which means that if you're going to do a Periscope and you're going to re-upload it to Facebook, you have 
to creatively edit that video so that it's now appropriate for the YouTube platform. Here's an example. You're doing a Periscope and you're going, all right, everybody, give me those hearts. Give me those hearts. Give me those hearts. And you're kind of like poking your finger at the screen. Guess what? That is absolutely meaningless on YouTube. There's no hearts. You can't multiple like something. And most people are going to be watching from a desktop anyway, depending on if you're a plumber, for example, if you're a business owner, most of your audience is going to be watching this on, on a desktop. Uh, that's changing, but, but that's for, you know, that's kind of where it's at. So you've got to, you've got to take that, that, that video and repurpose it to the correct platform. Otherwise you're offending the people who are watching and you're, you're basically creating an instant disconnect with them. So you've got to create, you've got to consider the platform. Let's say in this case, it's going to be YouTube. Okay. So you've decided that, that a uh, platform, we're going to upload some YouTube videos. Okay. We've answered the first question. Let's go to the second one. People. Who are the people that we are advertising or that we are wanting to make this video for? Are they homeowners? Are they business owners? Are they first-time home buyers? Are they stuck in a in a with a with a a, a broken uh, a broken toilet situation? Are they are they uh, got a broken sink situation? Who are the people? What is the problem that you're trying to help them solve? And you've got to answer that question. One of the biggest issues that I see with with creators and business owners, they're trying to answer. They're, they're thinking in their their minds, I'm only going to do one video. I'm only going to do three videos. So I got to cover as much ground as possible. Again, that's just that ends up being one big androgynous staticky message, and nobody you end up trying to please everybody and pleasing nobody. So you've really got to target and think about who it is that you're making this video for, not all your videos for, this video for. And then focus on that. So let's say that it's homeowners with a with a uh, 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 you know a stopped up sink. So now you're going to upload to YouTube, you're focusing on on um, homeowners who have a stopped up sink. And then you talk about the purpose of the video. What is your purpose? Is it to educate them on how they can uh, fix that sink themselves? Or are you going to show them how they can hire someone to do it for them? You've really got to hone in on what your purpose is. And the platform is going to help you sort of decide that. For example, YouTube is really big on how to and tutorial content. Facebook is really big on ads and pushing people to opt-ins and, and to coupons and, and to sales activities. So if you're thinking, okay, I'm going to go on YouTube. I'm going to, I'm going to make a video for homeowners with a stopped up sink. And because it's on YouTube, I'm going to make a tutorial on how they can do it themselves. Bam. You just got your first video. You're also thinking, okay, now I'm going to go, you could take that one step further, say, now I'm going to make something similar for Facebook, but in that one, I'm just going to make an ad to my 99 cent or my, my, my $99, you know, you know, plumbing solution, right? And that's going to sort of change the course of the video. So when you guys are thinking about your content strategy, I want you to think that you're to be effective with video, you're going to be making videos over and over and over again. Okay. Number, you know, big, big, big thing there. As you start to look at what video you're going to make next, you've got to answer those three questions using the P3 content strategy, platform, people, and purpose. Where are you uploading? Who are you speaking to? And what is it you want to, to do for them in that video? If you follow those steps, you'll make a great video every time. 
Oh my gosh, Owen, that was amazing. I know um, our audience are going to just lap that up and run out and quickly do a video. So just talking about that, Owen, you know, okay, so here I am, I'm the plumber, I'm ready to go. Is it okay to just do a video straight from your phone? Or should you be looking at something else, some other equipment? Yeah, I think that that's that's a very important question, and the answer to that is really going to be found in accessibility. What can you do right now? Because if you wait until you get a DSLR or which is you know big fancy camera with exchangeable lenses, the next thing you're going to do is wait until you get a better lens. And then once you get a better lens, you're going to wait until you get better lights. And then once you get better lights, you're going to wait until you know how to work the camera. And then once you do that, you're already out of business. You guys have got to start creating videos now using whatever means you have. Now, my very first breakout hit, I've been uploading videos to YouTube since 2006, and I never had any intention of using YouTube as anything other than a video depository or a, a video repository, just a place you know, to kind of like replace my, my uh, wall unit in the living room. Like instead of, instead of putting things on a DVD and throwing them on a shelf, I'm going to throw them on YouTube. Well, I made a video in a dirty Walmart t-shirt. Believe it or not, it's it's not this t-shirt I'm wearing right now, but I bought it at the same time as I bought this shirt. They're the exact same style. Uh, I was in a dirty Walmart t-shirt. It was two o'clock in the morning and I was building a website for a customer. At that time, I had this amazing idea and I wanted to communicate it to my web designer. So I turned on my camera. I put myself in front of a whiteboard and I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. And I, I made that video and I, I popped it up with no description box, no tags, and just a quick title. I never even, Pauline, I never even went back and checked on it. Like three to six months later, I logged back into YouTube. I had 2,000 subscribers, and that video had somewhere around 6,000 views on it. <laughs> wow. That's all that it took. And, and you know, it's funny because a lot of people will ask me, how'd you get your first 100 subscribers? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I wasn't even on YouTube. Um, you know, I, I just kind of plopped a video up and it worked out for me. Uh, since then, I've, I've reverse engineered that video. I've duplicated it multiple times for multiple clients. But it was all done in a dirty Walmart t-shirt with a camera that I bought from Best Buy off the shelf. So today, the camera, the phone that you have in your hand is is five times as good as the camera that I had back then. The microphone is twice as good as the microphone I had back then. And if I can still, that video now has somewhere around 100,000 views on it. It's still one of my top 20 producing videos. And that was, you know, four years ago. If that video can still generate leads for me on the, the internet today, then you, the plumber, the fitness coach, the baker, uh, uh, the the local restaurant owner, you can certainly take your phone, point it at yourself, point it at your product, do a three-minute tutorial and have success with it. As you get more comfortable, you start to get better gear. And that's what I want to encourage you guys to do is it's not about the gear that you have uh, or it's not about you know how fancy your gear is. It's about does your video help someone? And if that answer is yes, you'll find success on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, or Instagram. I have to sigh because you have just dropped so much knowledge. I mean, I could talk to you for hours, Owen. And for those who are listening, 
I know. Those who are listening, I have um, Owen on video, so I'm watching him as he talks, and he's just so cute. I mean, you've just got to go follow him. He's got these beautiful white teeth. It's really, it's fascinating to watch him talk. Um, definitely go f- follow him. Um, if you're not sure where to find him, Owen, where can my audience go find you? Where's the best place? Well, the best place, I mean, the, the centrally located place is the videospot.net. That's where I blog. All my content goes up at the videospot.net. But if you're really adventurous, go to YouTube, search Owen Video. I'm going to be one of the first names that pops up and subscribe to the channel. That is my gateway to all the other content. You'll see links to my Facebook. You'll see links to my live show. You'll see links to my podcast from there. So go and check it out, guys. I'm telling you. The, the, this marketplace is available for the taking for those who take action. If you continue to think about doing video, you impact no one. But if you take action, all it takes is that one person who needed to unstop their sink and they found you. And it starts this whole belief system. Hey, Owen, I saw your video or, hey, Bill, I saw your plumbing video. Can you come out and fix my sink? And now all of a sudden it's possible. When that door of possibility opens, your business is going to change and it's going to change for the better. Wow. That's so fantastic. And hopefully I'll be able to convince Owen to come back on on another episode because I really want to jump in and dive into YouTube. It's definitely a place that I don't spend enough time in. And I hadn't subscribed to um, Owen's uh, YouTube before, but I just have. And the amount of videos that he has on there is just incredible. There's just information for Africa. It's impressive. Once again, <laughs> Owen, it is always a delight to talk to you. I, you know, I, I really could talk to you for hours. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. And I really look forward to you coming back on our show sometime soon. So happy to be here, Pauline. I enjoy every time that we get a chance to talk. So it was great to be here. Thank you. The Social Media Strategy Podcast, where you learn from the world's leading social media strategists. Brought to you by worldpodcast.com.